What is up, Nuggets Nation? It is your boy, Anilo Piro of Mile High Sports, back at it again with the latest installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is doing well out there. What is today? Thursday. Oh, it is Thursday because that means I'm going to check out our friends over at Blake Street Tavern after I do my radio show today. Uh, and this podcast, as always, is presented by our friends over at Blake Street Tavern. If you guys are looking for a place to watch your sports in person uh, downtown, look no further than the Blake Street Tavern. It is quite simply the best sports bar in town. I go there every single Thursday and every Sunday. I go Thursday to write my NFL betting primer, then Sunday to watch it all play out live. So uh, if you're looking for a place to get some good grub, some good vibes, some good energy, look no further further than our friends over at Blake Street Tavern. And if you're over uh, down there tonight, come say hi. I'm probably going to be in the uh, Underground Social. My buddy's bartending down there. So chat with him, chat with some of the regulars and uh, some of the other crew that rolls into Blake Street Tavern. So if you're out there, uh, come pay me a visit and get some grub. Maybe I'll buy you a drink. It'll be a good time. But uh, okay, Uh, not the uh, happiest of episodes, not the most upbeat of episodes for sure, as the Denver Nuggets Dropped their second consecutive game to the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost on Wednesday night by a score of 108-106. to And pretty much a mirroring of what we saw on Monday night from the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the starting unit got out to an awful start uh, on Wednesday. But another winnable game against the Memphis Grizzlies on the road that the Denver Nuggets dropped. So we'll spend some time kind of going over that loss. Uh, trying to identify some of the issues within this team. And then taking a look forward here as Denver has a game this Saturday. Uh, with an opportunity to kind of right their wrongs. But I've got three sound bites lined up for you guys. I've got two from head coach Michael Malone, or four sound bites, excuse me, two from Malone and two uh, from Will the Thrill Barton, who is going to be a little bit of a topic of discussion here on this podcast as well. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right into it, though. But the Denver Nuggets, 108-106, they lose two consecutive games to the Grizzlies on the road. And, uh, you know, like I said, just kind of a, almost like mirror images of each other. Just not a lot of energy, not a lot of... Uh, Fire, I guess you could say, from the Denver Nuggets in that loss, right? I mean, they get down early. They, you know, they manage to kind of come back here late. But you know, this team is still very far from where you want them to be. So, uh, let's go over some stats here. Nikola Jokic uh, got one soundbite from Malone here that we'll play in a second as well. Where, you know, kind of talking about how this guy's going to be burnt out by Christmas. And you know, Jokic, another fine stat line from him last night: thirty-four, eleven, and five. Uh, you know, he's the one player, for the most part, that has been the only consistent positive for this team, uh, which, you know, you do come to expect with Jokic being the MVP. But, I mean, all things considered, uh, it's really disappointing. You know, Michael Porter Jr. finishes with 12 points, um, 11 boards, no assists. Aaron Gordon, 9-1-1. and I mean, you're just not really getting much production from other players um, across the board. So, uh, one player that did show up, though, was Will Barton. He put together a pretty nice performance. I think, what, 25 points, I think, is what he finished with in that game last night. Uh, but, you know, this comes after a ghost game from Will Barton on Monday night. And just not a lot of uh, consistency with this team right now. So, you know, they lose this game. And, again, I think the most frustrating part about it is it is the first, you know, go around the season. It's only November 4th. I mean, really, a lot of people say the NBA doesn't start till after Christmas um, for a lot of people, or really until after the trade deadline for some people. Um, you know, you, don't, you can't put a lot of stock into the NBA regular season. But, you know, these are two winnable games. And I'm not trying to use them as gut check games or like barometer games, but I, I was certainly a little disappointed, you know, to see the Nuggets come out last night. And, you know, I'm not going to say they laid an egg, but, you know, they did manage to kind of crawl and scrap their way back there. But, you know, there are some clear-cut issues with this team that they're going to have to work to identify because you can't just sit here and wait for Jamal Murray to come back. You know, I think everyone is expecting that when Jamal comes back, I mean, let's be real here, though. When Jamal comes back, it's probably going to take him a minute to get back into this, you know, swing of things. 
So, you know, this is a, a Nuggets team that needs to, you know, internalize, you know, look, look internally and figure out how to fix some of their issues here because I don't think that adding Jamal Murray and getting Jamal Murray back is just going to all of a sudden, uh, you know, turn things around here for the Denver Nuggets. But, um, you know, they shoot 47% from the field yesterday, 43 for 91, uh, a little bit better from three point, you know, under 30%, eight for 27. Uh, and points in the paint, get it, believe this, you know, Denver outscored Memphis with points in the paint, 60-46. to 46. So, uh, you know, a relatively even game across the board by both teams. But, you know, it was one of those things where you can tell that Denver is playing down to the level of their competition. And that's a trend that we've unfortunately, you know, come to know here in the Mile High City that, you know, sometimes Denver has a tendency to, you know, roll over and play down to some of these teams. And, you know, Memphis is a young up-and-coming squad. You know, John Morant's a baller. They've got some good players on that team. But, you know, for, for, for the Nuggets team that has championship aspirations, I can understand not winning both, but you've got to try to split that, especially when you kind of come out and get punched in the mouth like you did uh, on Monday night. So here is what head coach Michael Malone had to say about his team's effort, about what's going on with this team, you know, uh, from, from just a, a, an exertion perspective. So here's head coach Michael Malone, uh, post-game audio from last night's loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. Denver lose one. 108 to 106. Here's head coach Michael Malone. And then, you know, I told our guys just now, uh, you know, Nicole is a, not a good player, a great player. But every time he comes out, everything just falls apart. It's every night. And I went to him in the fourth quarter and I called his name. And he looked at me kind of like, already? And, and, and I feel for him. But, I mean, to close the third quarter, I think it was a 5-0 run. Start the fourth quarter, 6-0 run. 11-0, part of an 18-3 Memphis run. Um, Nicole is going to be worn down by Christmas at this rate, and and that's unfortunate. So I have to, you know, do my job to try to you know figure it out, um, try to help that group, that unit, mix and match, try different guys, whatever it is. But uh, we we just have to be better when Nicole Jokic is not on the floor. Okay, so there's Malone, and then a couple more bites that I want to get in here involving Will Barton, right? And, and you get this sense from Malone that you know Will Barton is you know taking it. On the shoulder, you know, he, he's being honest. He's coming to Malone and, and explaining to him, hey, I'm not playing up to the level that I'm capable of. And, uh, you know, Coach Malone loves Will Barton. I believe he's the longest tenure nugget, and I think Malone drops that in this soundbite as well. And, you know, when with Jamal Murray out, you've got to look to your guys like Will Barton, you know, the, the guy that's been around the block here for a minute in Denver, you know, that has seen kind of the ascension of Nikola Jokic, has seen, uh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. and what he's able to do. You need to be able to lean on somebody like Will Barton. And, you know, Will Barton has taken accountability. And, you know, he stepped up to the plate and admitted that he has not played up to the level in which he's capable of. Um, but here's Michael Malone as well on Will Barton and, and what he brings to the table and how he needs to step up for this team moving forward. Yeah, that's what we need from him. You know, I could sit here and say I'm proud of him, which I am. I can say great job, Will. But, you know, we needed that on Monday. And the best thing about that conversation with Will is he realizes that. He knows that that was his worst game of the season. He owns it. He doesn't, you know, resist it and fight it. He, he owns the fact that, um, he didn't bring it on Monday night, and that was a big part of us not playing up to our level. And I just, you know, really, really reinforced with Will, his impact is important. From a leadership standpoint, the longest tenured Denver Nugget player, um, from defense, rebounding, playmaking, scoring, energy, all those things. And obviously for Will, you know, uh, and I took the starting four of the five out early in that first quarter, and Will came up to me, he said, Coach, I want to play. I can't speak for anybody else, but I want to play, man. Get me back in that game. And to his credit, I mean, he had 26 points, seven assists, made some big plays down the stretch, knocked down four threes. Um, so I, I, I'm glad that he responded the way he did, but that's got to be Bill, Will Barton every night. 
and um, and, I, and I look forward to seeing that as we move forward. Okay, and speaking of Will Barton, if you guys want to do yourself a favor and get educated, my man TJ McBride, who is a uh, Nuggets guy for us here at MyLifeSports.com, he wrote a fantastic story uh, kind of detailing how Will Barton has had an impact on this team in the early going. Uh, you know, he's been a little wishy-washy at times, a little hit or miss, but for the most part, he's been, you know, arguably the second most consistent Denver Nugget on this team outside of Nikola Jokic. I know Bones Highland has done some nice stuff for this team off the bench, uh, you know, but there's definitely some flaws within this Denver Nuggets team. So uh, check out the film study done by my guy, though, TJ McBride. It's online, mylifesports.com. Really great job from Tej as he kind of goes, you know, he, he looks at what Will Barton's doing positively from a passing perspective, scoring, uh, assists, you know, just a real nice deep dive into the state of Will Barton. So check that out uh, on mylifesports.com. But, you know, speaking of accountability, Will Barton did speak on, you know, his struggles and his shortcomings, uh, you know, whether it's as a leader or his performance on the court. Uh, here's what he had to say about stepping up for this young Nuggets team in the interim. Yeah, for sure. That's what I told him. Uh, especially after having a, a bad showing last game we lost. Um, then to come out there in that first quarter like that was bad. I just wanted to let him know that I was still in the fight. And, um, you know, I always feel like we could win. And I know I'm going to go out there and play hard. So I just wanted to let him know. Uh, just a want. That's all. Just a want. Um, I'm a guy that just competes at a high level. And um, when I'm doing that, I pretty, for the most part, I pretty much play well. So just trying to give you ch yourself a chance by just playing hard as possible. So, you know, a pretty honest Will Barton. He's going to keep it real. He's not going to say a whole lot, but he's going to get right to the point. I think we hear that there in that soundbite. And then he also comes back and talks a little bit more uh, just about, you know, where this team needs to go, right? What direction this team needs to head in. And here's that soundbite. I just being who I am, but playing with energy. I knew coming in the night that I need to start off with defense, fly around, try to make plays, and then everything else will pretty much fall in place for me. That's that's my game. Come out there with a positive mindset, play the right way, and everything else kind of follows with my game. <clears throat> And, you know, I'm, I'm finding myself, because you've got Malone, who kind of plays this father figure uh, as the coach here, right? It only sounds like he's not talking down to his players, but preaching. We need effort. We need consistency. You need to have dedication. You know, kind of just giving, being that stark reminder of I, you need to live up to your potential. I mean, obviously, Malone is coaching, and that's his job. But uh, I, I do wonder if there's not a disconnect between Malone and the team, but... You know, you, you hear you hear Barton talk, you hear Malone talk, we've heard Aaron Gordon talk in the past as well. And the one common theme that seems to be arising, at least that I'm picking up on, is hey, you know, we're just we're not where we need to be. You know, we're not paying attention to scouting report, we're not locking in on our defensive rotations. I'm not trying to say lazy is the word that I want to use, but it, it just seems like maybe talent or a lack thereof is the issue with the Denver Nuggets right now. I mean, they have Michael Porter Jr., you have Will Barton. I mean, you're returning outside of Jamal Murray. You've got a lot of guys, you know, Composite played in the playoffs last year. Austin Rivers has been around the block. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys that have, you know, some quality minutes under their belt, and it, it's I don't think you can point to continuity either, you know, because, you know, these guys have played together, and maybe, you know, there's some early season jitters of, you know, trying to get back in the swing of things, but sometimes it just looks like alertness. You know, it, sometimes it just looks like the Denver Nuggets, you know, this team is not ready to play. It, it seems like they're still in the preseason at some times, you know, whether it's cruise control, laxadaisical, excuse me, uh, defense. And, and, you know, you can't, maybe that's why some of these open shots aren't falling either, you know, because it's not like Denver's not getting open looks. They're just not falling. And, and maybe this is something that simply kind of corrects itself as we progress a little bit further this season. I'm not so sure. Uh, but certainly, uh, I don't want to say an alarming start to the basketball season for the Denver Nuggets, but, you know, you have Michael Malone, 
basically coming out and say, you know, we're going to burn out the former, you know, the last year's league MVP by Christmas. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern, with today's mental health tip. Sports fans, don't just sit there waiting for Jeff Bezos to fly into town on his silly rocket ship and save the men of orange. I love the smell of a prime deal in the morning. Get down to Lodo and check out the Blake Street Tavern, Denver's premier hoops hangout. We have the NBA League Pass, featuring every NBA game all season long, and we'll have Nuggets games sound on every night. No wonder the Joker says this is a great country. It's the Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake. Or Denver watches So if you're looking for a place to watch the game, look no further than Blake Street Tavern right there downtown. Excellent place to watch all of your sports games sound the whole nine. Uh, But so the Denver Nuggets, they're going to return home handful of days off, which I'm sure is going to be nice after, you know, two games there in Memphis, 72 hours in Memphis with the off day as well. Uh, They're going to take on a one and six Houston uh, Rockets team that's going to play Phoenix here tonight on Thursday. Uh, So, you know. Uh, the Nuggets are going to have a little bit more rest than the Rockets will going into this one. And they'll be back at home. You know, two games in a row on the road, albeit in the same city early in the year. You know, maybe Denver needs to just come home and get right against a team like Houston. But it, easier said than done. You know, we saw Denver lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, just a couple Mondays ago. So I'm not trying to say it's a walk in the park. But when it comes to looking at the schedule, looking at who you are as a team, and, you know, the ability to kind of try to get right against a lesser opponent, which the Rockets are, you know, that's definitely something I'm taking a look at here for the Denver Nuggets uh, this coming Saturday. So uh, a winnable game. You know, the Rockets, they're, they're certainly playing for another day. Uh, you know, they have some talent. Christian Wood's good. Uh, is John Wall even playing for them anymore? It's it's really, you know, not the best situation uh, out there for the Houston Rockets. But, I mean, you know, this is a Rockets team that pushed the Lakers uh, to a two-point victory on Tuesday. They lost 119 to 117. Christian Wood put up 26 points and 16 rebounds in that performance. Uh, obviously, Kevin Porter Jr., who we're all familiar with here, uh, he's on that team. You know, not the deepest team. Oh, oh even uh, former Nugget DJ Augustine, he plays for the Rockets these days. So, uh, you know, the Rockets, they have one win. They pushed the Lakers to the brink the other night, though. So it's, it's not – there is no cakewalks in the NBA. You know, maybe sometimes a team rolls over, but uh, you know the Rockets are going to come out to play on Saturday, and hopefully the Nuggets have an ability to kind of punch back after two consecutive losses to the Memphis Grizzlies uh, as they, you know, try to find their footing here in this NBA regular season. But let's go ahead and end this podcast on a positive note because the Denver Nuggets are going to debut their new City Edition jerseys which I think are honestly pretty clean. Are they the cleanest City Edition jerseys they've released before? No. I personally think the Black Skyline is still the cleanest iteration uh, of the City Edition uniform in which they've thrown out there. I actually like the White Skyline more than this current iteration, so I'd put this, I'd put this one down as the third best City jersey uh, that the Nuggets have had to this point since that started up, what, four or five years ago now. So uh, I love the accent of the rainbow on the pant and on like kind of like on the chest there, like right here down the side. So uh, it's going to be exciting. I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, checking out that game for sure. And the best part about it is, you know, the jerseys are pretty clean, but I think the court is very, very clean. I love the look of the court. Uh, they bring it back that DN logo, the old Denver Nugget logo, and they're going to have the rainbow accents there as well. So I am looking forward to, 
you know, this new jersey design, the new concept, the new court, all that good stuff. And who knows? Maybe, you know, the Nuggets need a little jolt with these jerseys. You know, maybe, uh, you know, some fresh threads, you know, look good, feel good, play good. You know, maybe that maybe this will help, you know, spur the Denver Nuggets on the right track here. So uh, it'll be nice to see these brand new jerseys. So I do love how the NBA is always getting creative, you know, mixing it up with the jerseys, new colors. And it does seem, you know, I, obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see all the other teams' jerseys, but Denver certainly went out on a limb. There's a lot going on with the Nugget City jersey, but I think of all the teams that you know took a risk with their uniforms, the Denver Nuggets certainly pulled it off the best. So uh, I will be looking forward to that one. But a get-right opportunity for the Denver Nuggets this coming weekend against the Houston Rockets Saturday to be particular. Uh, but two consecutive losses for the Nuggets. They lost last night on Wednesday, 108-106 to 106 to the Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, Will Barton's going to be key. And where is Michael Porter Jr.? You know, As we move forward here the next couple of weeks, Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr. in the bench play uh, those are kind of the three facets of this team that you're going to have to keep an eye on because, well, if the bench doesn't improve, this team's completely screwed, but you need some consistent output from your starters. I know Will Burns had a couple of good games, but we need that consistently. The Nuggets need that consistently. And Michael Porter Jr. has looked absolutely lost in every single game he's played in this year, so they just need him to be comparable or uh, competent, excuse me. Uh, and, you know, that'll, that'll certainly help them, you know, a long way as we progress throughout this season. So uh, that is going to do it for me, folks. If you guys are looking for a place to watch your sports in person, head on down to the Blake Street Tavern. I will be down there tonight, Thursday, on uh, November the 4th. I'll also be back on Sunday watching the NFL football slate. But uh, big thanks to our friends over at Blake Street Tavern for sponsoring this podcast. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at Media by AP on Instagram and Twitter. But that's going to do it for me. We will talk to you guys next week and update you with what's going on in the world of Denver Nuggets basketball. Have a good one, folks.